Oh, I got his ass now. <laughs> Do I have to be fast on the track? I hate that guy. This race can change the rest of your life. Those absolute clowns. We're at 15bmx.com. Go on, do my best, and whatever happens there, it's good. My butt all got stretched a little bit. I got a tight little butt. Look, I'm about to light this shit up. Coffee Chatter Live, where are you guys at? Oh, Canada! Coming out of the answer tent right now. Pop Dog Millionaire! Let's make some noise, Tori Nighthog! Whoa! I don't know what it was about that intro, but it seemed long as shit this week. What was it? Because I was I was sitting here waiting, being like, is this do we is it always this long? I don't know. It took that thing took forever. That was crazy. You know what I noticed though? You have a fantastic last name for announcers. Like, Nighthog? Nigh the way like Grindel just says Nighthog. It's just like that's a good last name for someone to announce it. You know what? There are certain names that sound much better than others, aren't there? 100% there are. 100%. Mm. Like some some of them, I don't know, there's just some aggressiveness to it. You can say it long and loud and it just pops. It's like, yeah. It's, yeah. 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 Grand Week, baby. Show 224. Grand's preview show, November 2023. I think it's, is it 20th? 21st? 20th. November 20th, 2023. Wow, can we write the Grands preview show? Feels like we were just at the Grands last year, honestly. We we are just, you know, we're Grands guys. We're huge, huge Grands guys. We love it, all about it, especially the live show we're doing at the Grands. Let's start off the show by saying live show at the Grands. We're having a live show at the Grands. Live show at the Grands. Third annual. Yes. Live show. Sorry, just sorry. Yeah, it's fine. No, third show. annual. It's almost, I just want to get people to, people to remember, third annual. Third annual live show at the Grands. We've already gotten multiple messages from people on... Uh, on Coffee Chatter, Insta, stoked for the show. Had some people messaging me from England today saying it's the first time in the U.S. and they're stoked for the live <laughs> show at the Grand, so we'll take it. Um, go. It's going to be 12.30, so Friday, 12.30, right after Pro Quarters at the Answer S Squared Claiborne Rig. Get yours today. Answer We're going to be doing a live coffee chatter. We're going to be doing a live coffee chatter show for the third annual time. Third annual. That means third year. This is yearly running at the Grands. We pretty much do it the same time, same day, you know, stock. It's it's part of your grand's routine at this point. We expect you guys to be there as part of your routine because, you know, we're making our routines yours too. 100%. So. Everyone gets the first day and a half. You get to watch the pros and then you get to you get to come to the coffee chat or live show, listen to us talk about the grand's thus far, talk about the pro classes. We're going to have a, we're going to have a top pro on the show. So we'll have a top pro at the table with us talking about the track and his or her expectations, all that. We'll make some, um, some predictions for the night show. It'll be good fun. So make sure to come on by and, and check us out. Looking forward to it. Absolutely looking forward to it. Um, we have acquired a loudspeaker again from our boy, Jay Wall. Um, he has... Oh, you messaged him? Yeah, I messaged him. We are good to go with that. Uh, so that is a huge bonus. He's used to the routine. He is. He's used to the routine. He knows. Third annual. It's third annual. He it's, mm -hmm. he's, a, he's a fan at this point. He knows. They do their own... Uh, USABMX does their own, like, pre-pro show too so i like that you know we we keep it different i feel like theirs is you know strictly they just you know they're they're interviewing the pros that are there we're gonna have us on have a pro on just chat like we do in the show you know have a little different a little different vibe to it, a little more fun a little more fun, a little more fun. jay wall's our guy he's he's the man he's the man yeah he's one of our guys jay wall yeah um now, we, if he comes by, I mean, we'd love to have him on, too. I mean, he, last time he was sneaking some photos. So, I mean, if he wants to slide by, you know, get a couple words in, we'd love to have him. 
one of those guys you just love to see at the races. You know, there's those people you just get excited to see. He's one of those people. He is, yeah, 100%. He has the energy all weekend long. Great, great fucking great, energy. Great. That really makes a person you don't want to see on a weekend like a race weekend. It's the energy. If they have good uh -huh. energy, you're like, yep, I want to say mm -hmm. hi to this guy when I walk by. <clears throat> yeah, looking forward to the annual Thanksgiving Classic this week. It's in obviously in Tulsa. You know the good thing about this race is it's in Tulsa. You got fall foliage. You got some crisp air. Thanksgiving, the whole deal, kind of got the festive cheer going on, holiday season. It's a vibe. Huge vibe. Uh, it does. It has like there is some holiday spirit in the air. Like it's U.S. Thanksgiving, obviously, mm -hmm. that's a big one. But there's something else. I mean, for us in Canada, we're into the cold weather. It's like we're past our Thanksgiving. There's a little bit of Christmas vibe going on. So there's there a little bit of that. So then you, you mix it down in the U.S. You just there's there's something going on in the air. There's something. Yeah, it's a wonderful place to be at Thanksgiving. I told Savannah, I was like, I'm going to spend every Thanksgiving in Tulsa, probably. <laughs> she was probably not stoked. It's like, what do you mean you're going to be Thanksgiving every year? <laughs> She's like, I thought you stopped racing. What are you doing? <laughs> I know. Um, um, we're going to, we're going to, yeah. We're going to first uh, program at Europe. Winning starts with an absolutely, oh, right. absolutely great gate. They're presenting sponsor of this show, and they're going to be the presenting um, motion of the person who wins the Grands probably this year. They're going to have a great gate. Jarstow Day, Mr. Five-Time. We'll see if he makes it six, time, six times, but he knows when he starts the Great Gate. Absolutely phenomenal Great Gate. We're going to talk about the Ravens and Bengals game. Our teams went head-to-head -head this past Thursday. Uh, Ravens came out on top, but boy, was it almost – well, it kind of was catastrophic. Joey B got hurt, oh. which you know you hate to see as a Bengals fan. Ravens tight end got hurt, which we don't like to see. Lamar <laughs> almost got hurt, which we don't like to see. OBJ got hurt, which we don't like to see. Fucking boys, we can't be getting hurt here late in the season. I think they're just two teams that really pro like. I don't think they like each other in the sense of like they're rivals. They want to be division each other bad, rivals, yeah. and it's like they're just gonna go. They're gonna play probably too hard. Probably would happen. They just go in. Kind of, kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. But I gotta say, it is. the teams, the teams I'm a fan of are absolute wagons right now. Ravens wagon. <laughs> watch the Canucks. <laughs> watch the Canucks game. Last week for the first time, and I don't even know how long because the hockey games are never on down here in San Diego. Yeah. I think they won in they won in overtime. I think they're like 12, 3 and 3 wagon. Wagon. Phoenix Suns. I mean, they're probably not wagon status yet, but they won yesterday in double OT. So they're, you know, got some injuries and now they're they're working back towards wagon status. My teams are doing well. They you chose you've you've picked well. And you've been along for the ride with the Ravens already. So that that one's good. The Canucks, I mean, you've the been, life, have been a life. Canucks have been a fucking yeah, I've been Travis a fan since I was a kid, but they've they've had twelve years of just dumpster fires. <laughs> it's just they're the probably the the, the, Horrible the worst team to follow. The worst team to follow for the past ten Horrible. years. Horrible. They just <laughs> maybe in any sport. <laughs> like at least when you have a shitty team, like any sport, any sport that has a shitty team, you're like, okay, if they do bad enough, you're going to get a top pick by the end by next season, for next season, whatever. The Canucks seem to do as bad as you can possibly do until it's the very end of the season when they can't dig themselves out of that hole, so they just decide to play really well and lose their pick. They're so fucking stupid. Like, if you're not even close to the playoffs, just tank the season. Seriously. You need a, pick, you need a draft pick, and we just... Here's the thing. They lose every year. They suck. Management sucks. They don't draft well. It's like you're never going to improve. Never. Not like you're just going to be in the same rut you are every single year. 
they have an inability to attract anyone to come out there and actually play for Vancouver. It's just, you know, I just love to see the boys turn it around this year. <laughs> it's great. Good to see. Good to see. Um, I will say though, yeah, your Phoenix Suns, that's, that's a good team to be behind. That's a fun team. So they were winning yesterday. Yeah. They're playing Utah. So Utah ties it up late. They go to overtime. They're up like five points, whatever. Fucking guy makes guy in Utah buzzer beater jump shot ties it goes to double ot they're up the whole time up by three essentially less than a second left the other team like hits a hail mary or shoots a hail mary fucking the and they foul him and no. so he's going to the he's going to the free three-point line with um three free throws to yep. tie the game and they reviewed it for 10 minutes and then determined that durant's hand touched the ball first so the game was over it was, I was like, these fucking guys just won't go away. It was, un, it was absurd. I was getting pissed off watching the game. That's hilarious. So who were they playing? I, I wasn't paying attention when you said that. Who were they uh, Utah. Utah. Okay. Yeah. Utah that's not even like an exciting, to me, that's not an exciting team. They just, they're just, so I don't know the teams. I don't know the teams. I know the rules generally, but a couple, I, I, I got, I, I didn't know a couple of the rules. That's fair. I don't know. That's fine. You're I don't not like, like a everyone. diehard basketball guy, so I'm not going to yeah hold it against you. So there's certain amount of fouls before you just go to the go to the free throw line, like late in the game, right? Yeah. Like you. But what I don't understand is they would max them out, and then they were in overtime. Do they get reset? They must get reset. Oh, I have no idea. Because in the second, in I would the imagine second they do. It's, it's, like, it's like a new quarter, basically, when you go okay. to overtime. Because yeah. in the first or second overtime, they were they were fouling and not going to the uh, free throw line. Yeah, so. I'm pretty sure it's like a fresh quarter. I don't know how long is the overtime period. It's like when you get go quarter by quarter, don't you? It's five. It's five, five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Which, if we're talking overtime, there's no better sport to watch in overtime than hockey. Three on three regular oh. season. Golden goal. It is just the best. Yeah. Unbelievable. It is the yeah. best. Yeah, it hundred percent is. Yeah. Basketball, it's like tough. Yeah. It's like you play that that little bit. Of, you play game. Football, you got to go back and forth. It's awkward if one guy, mm. one team has possession. Hockey, just go at it. Three on three, like just change the rules and then go at it. There's nothing better than sun death overtime, and and. In playing hockey, like I played three out of three at times, like someone's someone's gonna score. Right. There's so much room on the ice. Yeah. Like it's rare <laughs> that in five minutes someone doesn't score on three on uh, three. Well, I guess especially with all like the um the uh, counterattacks you have, because like you'll go at least two on one on somebody and then you get another two on one if going the other way inside. Here's the thing. If you go down on two on one, you don't score, the other team gets a two on one the other way. Yeah. It's like good luck. Rule of thumb, you don't miss far side on the goal. You know why? Because then it shoots around back to your net. Yup, it rings around and then they go no back way. on a that's rush a, yeah. the, the other way. So you can't you can't miss far side. <laughs> that's really I never even thought of it that, but it makes hundred percent. Yeah, don't miss far so side. Yeah, you can't fucking miss far side. <laughs> that's that's if you shoot cool. far side, you better if you shoot far side, you better score. Yeah, you better be clutch and go top cheddar. <laughs> I played I played a couple. There's a couple like growing up playing hockey. We had some like big games in overtime, like playoffs or tournaments and stuff. I was on both ends. Like when you score, it is the most incredible feeling. <laughs> like it's unbelievable. And then when you when you get scored on, it's like just heartbreaking. I can imagine like golden goal. Like you're riding the high for the entire time. Like the highs and lows are very like spiked, aren't they? <clears throat> yeah, and the game's like obviously in battle. It's a coin flip. You get to OT. You already played for an hour, and then one mistake pucks in your net. You lose. That's brutal. Yeah, heartbreaking. That's got to be just a melting feeling. I, I just lie on the ice. I don't want to get off. Yeah, it's that's but hockey. Yeah, there's nothing better than um, <clears throat> overtime in hockey. Um, uh, before we move on to the right, next get... segment, um, Coffee Chatter Live Show, twelve thirty. Just gonna keep throwing it out there every time we move on. Twelve, right, yeah, thirty. Live show. Friday. 
1230 Friday. Uh, let's start with a bit of Grant's trivia. I was going to quiz you at the end of the show. Let's start off with some Grant's trivia. Shit. Now. I don't know if you saw this. No, I haven't. It's going to be Grant's trivia. I'm going to ask you, and we'll see how see how you do. There's six questions. I haven't I actually looked answers. at the questions one bit. Okay. I won't even. Can I look at the questions? Not, no, let me ask you. They're not easy. All right. All right. They're not easy. But they're not, they're not like overly difficult. We'll see if they're like history questions. <laughs> People are going to be like, this guy doesn't know BMX. What the hell is he doing on this podcast? All right. Trivia. Number one. Who won the AA Pro title in 2007? In 2007, Danny Callaway? No. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Danny Callaway. Well I was scared to say that because I thought yeah. it was the wrong year. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question two. That was a toughie. What year way. did... Yeah. It's, yeah. It's not easy. What year did Corbin win national number one boy? Oh, his age or the year? The year. Yeah. Year. Um, you don't have to know the age because that's, I mean, a little harder. So, Well, didn't he, I, did he win back-to-back -back first off? I just, that's a question. I thought he went back-to-back. -back. No. Um, I'm going to say. Okay. I can't, honestly can't remember if he went back-to-back, -back, but let's just go first year then. 2006. 2005. 09. Oh, 09? Oh, wow. I thought it was late, but I didn't think it was that late. I guess 2006 wouldn't have been that late. 17 and he won 17 and he won 17, 18 X. Yeah, should, have, should have just put that together. All right. Question three. Okay. What year did I win Nag one for the first time? You won Nag one for the first time. If you're that age, I'm going to go. I believe you won it when you were 16, the year you won the Worlds at home in Canada. And I don't know if you're 16 now. So I'm going to go with what I'm saying. Hold on. You're 15. You're 15. Okay. <laughs> so everyone hold the phone. So it was 2008. So it was 2007. I won Nag 1 when I was 15, but that was actually the second time. Oh, so you won, the second time was in 08? First time was in 07? No, second time was in 07. I didn't win it in 08. Oh, okay. Fuck. Okay. Shit. <laughs> So I was, I was, it was 2003. I was 11. Oh, shit. You went when you were 11. Okay. Mm. Damn. Okay. Mm. Should have known that. Should have known that. All right. Question four. What year did they switch the pro show from the rock to the grant? Oh. Now you're really just testing my inability or mm. my, my knowledge of not knowing grants. Um, shoot. Okay. They switched it, I think. So you mean like the pro show went from it used to be on the grands like on the Sunday with the amateurs and then it went to the rock and it went to the other day or what are you trying to say? The pro show used to be the pro spectacular used to be the ROC and oh, then oh the, and then the, they race again the grands after. Yeah, they race the grands like normal format. Like, no way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, what year did it switch? What year did it switch to more or less the current format? Fuck, I have no idea. I didn't know that was a thing, dog. <laughs> I'm gonna yes. go with 2000 and. Uh, Shit, 2006. 2011. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and for the art, when they did the Pro Spectacular for the ROC, it was one main. Jesus Christ. All right. Fun fact. You learn something new every day, I swear to God. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. Next question. Yep. Kyle, or true or false? Kyle Bennett never won a USA BMX Pro title. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, that's true. Pretty shocking because he won three. Was it three world champs? Yep. Two world champs. Three. Three. Two or three. Oh, don't do three? this to you. Yeah. I would have instantly said three. Dude, I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's. I know it's three. Yeah. yeah. He won Brazil, Perth. He went oh two, oh three, and oh seven. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. 
<laughs> and he won many NBA NBL titles and obviously won a shit ton of, I guess it was ABA BMX back then, but yeah. Shit ton of races, but no, never a title, right? <laughs> yeah, surprisingly. Crazy. All right, last question. What year did Mark Willers win his, win his USA BMX Pro title? Ooh, this one trips me up a little bit, but I'm pretty... Uh, it was only one. It wasn't that year. I mm-hmm. think it was actually... I think it was 2011. Yep. Yeah, it was 2011. Good job. Yeah. He did pretty well. Sweat off the brow. He did pretty well. Dude, I have... Yeah, you you did, start going back anything all. past... 2012 backwards i don't know grants i got nothing I, i'm just i hit or miss of like i think kaylin won your new school baby yeah danny c won seven well, randy won 2010 and then willers won 2011 so that, that's kind of how it went randy won 2009 sam won 2010 oh sam won 2010 Where, when did kaylin win oh eight. Oh eight. Oh seven, eight, nine, ten. okay yeah gotcha when did bubba win his do you know when he won his um fucking 2000 and he won two uh 2005 2006 and 2003 he went oh four oh five oh six oh four or five or six yeah i was back to back should have known that fuck i got just five repeated <laughs> just That's fucking crazy. repeated has yeah. anybody no kidding hold on has any any other pro repeated what's joris what's joris currently at so joris is at two so this would be his third in a row right yeah yeah yeah, so this would be a three-peat, yeah. I don't know if anyone else has. Connor would have gone 2017, but then... He went back-to-back as well, but he went... It was only two. So he went 17, 18, and 20, and Joris won 19? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Are we sure when Joris won 2018? I don't remember now, honestly. Well, I know Connor went back-to-back. I just don't... Ex- I Like, there was split up by one Joris in there, too. What year? I think okay, Joris so went twenty eighteen, and then he got sick in twenty nineteen. Remember one of them? He was like, and then there was. Pretty sure he was sick in seventeen when Connor won his first one. Okay, and then seventeen, the one I was there, uh, one of them I was there, he won. That was other. I think that was twenty eighteen. I was sick. I think Joris won in eighteen, and then Connor won nineteen twenty. I feel like. Yeah, and, and then yeah, twenty twenty was the was one two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. Yeah. Twenty twenty was the one shot deal. Yeah, that one. So yeah, what you said is right. Okay. Okay. Wow. Uh, Tulsa, the track. Yeah, we fucking do. The track looks pretty damn good. I'm gonna say it looks like a really good Grand's build. I like the use of space. Like the layout, looks decently technical. I like it. It it, it, it feels like glance. I did too. It's like there wasn't a lot, whole lot of photos. You're just seeing kind of the sneak peeks of it, the the video layout um, of it and whatnot. I feel like they didn't try to go too crazy. They just made it a big grands track, which is what we like to see. We're looking for a nice open racetrack with some funky features if you want, because it's grands, but specifically open and like raceable. Yeah, and you really don't need to reinvent the wheel. You just have a simple, basic layout with some pro sets, some good straightaways. Let the big dogs eat down the first straight. I think you have a good track. Yeah. I like. I think the first straight's the biggest one for me. You can't have having the short first straight, but you need something where they can really just kind of drop the hammer, go in, open up a little bit. You know. Yeah, it looks like you'll be able to hole shot from the outside on this first straight. Um, pretty good sprint to the first jump too. That's huge. Yeah, that's a big big plus, eh? Yeah, looks good. You probably be a pet double pedal manny on the first jump, which I just love to see. It's just like there's that's like one of those looks you see like eight guys going short like elbow to elbow bar to bar if like obviously a couple people get dropped so then it's like the top guys are just in the mix double pedal manually a jump like that 
You put that in slow-mo to me, I could watch that all day long, dude. Repeat. Oh, it looks nasty. I love a good pedal manual. So good. Um, See, that's what they should do. Rock Hill's first jump next year. Just make a camelback. You have to pedal manual. Oh, yeah. For the world. <laughs> for the world. No, I mean, actually... for the amateur side, not the pro side. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine the pro side having that? That'd be wild. It's coming. It's basically, honestly, it's getting that close, isn't it? Uh. But yeah, I think the track looks good. I think it'll make for good racing for pros, but also amateurs. And with the pro set, like on the second straight especially, it'll be interesting to see if some am- amps take it with it being on the inside. Is it? Oh, it's on the good side, right? Inside or good side? In, it's on the inside. Where's yeah, the photo the go? Where, why, why have I lost my photo? Where's the photo? Go to raw, raw race footage and they have a, a quick video of it. Raw race footage. I have a, I literally posted it. I got to say, Pull BMX posted a photo. I don't know who posted it because I wasn't listening to it. I was just watching it. I wanted to see the track. Oh, my God. They took 20 seconds. They took forever to, like, film the gate <laughs> and the filming staging. I can't watch this. Just show the track. We so I had to go track. to this other page to see it. Oh, oh my God. You got you to gotta just get to it. Yeah, dude, what a long – like, there it is. That's That really shows how long it is after the first jump, too, to the second jump on the first straight. Absolutely love that. That's huge. Mm. Dude, long mm. straightaways. Long straightaways. There we go. Great looking pro set too. Yeah. I, man, I doubt, I doubt that'll be faster for the amateurs, but I love that it's given that, that option again, you know? I think it's the best track in a couple of years. I think so, so far too. I mean, this is obviously very brief look, quick look in a video from the sidelines, but you can usually tell. I mean, you can usually get a good judgment. You know what's hilarious about the grounds? You just, Every year, the same videos just resurface because they're so fucking good. The PJ O'Brien absolute <laughs> yard sale front flip. Awesome video. Iconic. Iconic The one. Ryan Tugas second straight front flip. Iconic. Those two crashes were fucking unbelievable. <laughs> There's always at least one that comes out of the grands that just is just like takes the icing on the cake. It's just the best video. Talk about our guy, Ryan Tugas. That second straight crash. That's one of the gnarliest ones I've ever seen, too. That was nuts, dude. He was riding that nosy <laughs> for a while. Holy. Even Jim Riley, the announcer, is like, oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> it's just like five people just explode everywhere. Dude, he was going so fast. Dude. Ryan, Ryan was jacked up that night, I think, for the day. It was an egg five, right? And he was, <laughs> he was going He was for fucking it. jacked up on Mountain Dew yeah. first round and absolutely just weeds himself. Oh, that was epic, dude. So good. I, the one that the came PJ, up, the, I was going to say the PJ one also is fucking heroic. How does it happen where like these videos, like, like how does like a nose manual to, to bounce like that? I, I don't understand how it happens sometimes, but it always seems to happen. I like, get the grants <laughs> of all the places. It happens there. I saw snap on green posted one too. Uh, I don't know who it was, but they like manualed out of the first corner, <laughs> lost control, double manualed, manualed all the way to the roller, almost looped out <laughs> to catch air. To, <laughs> to nose, fucking go nose first into the lip of the double. That person was absolutely riding the bull. Dude, the fact they held on to her for as long as they did in that video <laughs> is insane, dude. Holy fuck. That is... I don't think I've seen anything quite like that one before. No. No, like that's what I mean. That person lost all control, like 100% lost control for a good couple seconds over like four jumps. They were 100% along for the ride. Like, dude, the the seat bounce they do, they they start. (laughs) 
I'm watching it again. It's a manual to pedal manual to almost loop out manual to just seat bounce, nosedive into the next double to then somehow still get bucked over. It Unreal is. That too. is a sight to see. That crash is... I don't remember ever seeing that one before. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. No, I don't think so either. It's the first time I've seen that. Like other than I saw it on the video but table. That yeah. one is truly spectacular to see. Uh, I get a crack still out of last year's video in the 1720, 1720 expert class. Oh, dude yeah. Weeds it over the table, tries to run across the line, gets past, and just is chucks his bike. Just, <laughs> just lifts it up there. and fucking slams it. <laughs> Oh, oh, don't throw the yeah, bike. Don't throw the bike. <laughs> what was the okay. other one was in like a women's class, I think, when they were tending to someone on the last jump and then they hit the woman oh. that was down and then a couple people crashed. Yeah, that one was fucking gnarly too. Yeah, I don't know where that one is. It's not on this on Snap on Green's thing, but yeah, that was that was an epic one, dude. Yeah. So oh, good. I man. can't I can't yeah. wait to see what comes out of this year's this year's grads there's, there's gonna, gonna be, be somebody some... that becomes instagram famous for a reason they probably don't want this is two years now and that pj video just circulates it's probably gotten hundreds of thousands of views on instagram now easy easy a hundred thousand yeah. at least yeah <laughs> he's a great sport about it too yeah great sport yeah. um all right let's get into elite men um top two dogs i think are joris and cam wood would we agree yeah 100 percent yeah, I think uh, they're the big two going in. I think it's it's a two-man – well, it's definitely a two-man title chase, but they're definitely the two big dogs at the front of the pack. I think there's a good handful behind, but those are the two I think everyone's kind of looking at at the front for sure. Mr. Six time. Is he going to get six, you think? I Man, you know, I – I like legacy stuff. I always said that. I like this stuff where it's like everyone likes an underdog story, Big myself included, guy. but like I want the legacy to go on because we're witnessing history right now. So it's tough for like, I don't, I want to see Joris go out on top. So I want to see the legacy just go on. And I do think that he's the guy that can, can do it. He dude, like how many times, okay. We talked about all the times of like a, the home race advantage. People know how to win at home. I know this isn't his home race, but if this guy has been able to figure out how to win there this many times in a row, it just feels like he can keep doing it. This race is special. It's a bit unique. And the riders that do well here always seem to do well. And the riders that don't never seem to do well. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. And it's like, obviously I think cam is showing that he can do well here. He did really well the last, last year. Um, but it's still, it's like, it just feels like it's Joris's race. And it will be until he says, I don't want it. <laughs> What's the point? Do you know what the point sitch light is right now off the top of your head? It is 790 for Joris and 760 for uh, Cam right now. So, so whoever wins the grands, if points stay the way they are, basically. Basically, if um, I read the little breakdown here, and let me see if I can give the quick notes here. Let me get the quick notes for you. Um, I think like if Joris wins the rock... Um, and Cam, I think he can like, I think he can be a place behind. Joris can be a place behind Cam, I think. Right. Okay. Joris has a one position buffer if over Cam-, Cam right now. So essentially Cam needs to win, um, and have someone get second to pass Joris. So Cam is probably counting a second or a third or something at his points. Or I whatever. think, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So he probably needs to replace it with a first in the rock to be like a straight up battle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's close. Dude. Yeah. They're it's pretty, like, I mean, they're, yeah. 
I think it'd be really tough to beat Joris by two spots at the grands. You, for you, like especially with three mains and with how good Joris is at the grands every year and how consistent he is, like he probably won't get worse than second. Mm-hmm. Cream rises to the top in three mains, and yeah, he's got a good formula to win there and do well and ride his best. You've seen it every year, so I think yeah, I'd be you have to go and beat him by two spots. It's, say it's probably unlikely you never know but i think yeah obviously if you're cam you need to do your best to win the rock and and close that gap so here's joris's this is off uh this here's joris's last eight grands finishes and i'm reading this from paul bmx's with a little breakdown connor did 2015 he got first at the grands won the title 2016 at the grands got second won the title 2017 he got eighth he was sick 2018, he got first, won the title. 2019, he didn't race. 2020, he got second. 2021, he got first, got the title. 2022, he got second, got the title. I mean, you can't tell me like that guy's not just like a one-two machine at the Grands. Yeah, he is a one-two machine. Like <laughs> that's that's as that's as well said as anyone said. Yeah. So that's why that's why I think it's his race. It's his race to win. Uh, he's got the underdog Cam coming in. I think Cam's got momentum for sure. Just. Uh, just coming off, you know, the injury he had, but then, you know, being able to bounce back a little bit, having some hunger, you know, he wants it. He's he's a guy that, like, he wants that one. He wants that first. He wants to break through. He's got the World Cup wins. Um, I think he wants that title now. So. Yeah, it's too bad he obviously missed those races with injury, but even with getting injured, man, he's fucking right there. I'm surprised how close he was. I thought the gap would have been a little bit more at this point, but he got, I guess he racked up enough at the beginning of the year that um, he kind of held himself in there. Those two wins he had in LA are huge too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big one. Hey, those would be those were huge for him, obviously in the points. So I think Cam will be flying at the Grands. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I think the battle for the next few spots is going to be really exciting. I mean, uh, Isaac's out, so Isaac's in third place in the points right now, um, and he's uh, from what I know not racing. He's riding, he's riding back on the track, but he's getting ready for next year. So the next few on the list are uh, Joey Leto, Cam Larson, and Corbin, and then Jeremy's in there and uh, behind them too. So I think like those. The Joey Leto is a good dark horse pick. Hundred percent, he is. Yeah, like I'm looking at the points right now. I'm like I'm s- kind of sh- surprised and that he's in fourth, like behind Isaac. Like he's ahead of Cam, he's ahead of Corbin, he's ahead of Jeremy. I think he's a huge dark horse pick. Quietly had a great year. Yeah, he's really good on these types of hills and first straights. I think, yeah, dude, I think he's got a fantastic shot at getting third overall. I like the secondary, like the secondary battles to look for, and this secondary battle between him and Larson, I think, is going to be sick. Like they're forty points separated right now, so I mean, good sized gap as well. Like if they were to go like back to back, but being like the racers they are, like who knows how, like what spots they're going to get. It's not as I'd say consistent as let's say Joris being up at the front. So um, that's going to be really exciting to watch. It's going to be a big breakthrough race for Joey. Big breakthrough uh, year-end finish. Yeah, it really could be, hey? Yeah, it's funny how quietly that he's, like, come onto the scene and, like, just chipped away, kind of under the radar. like Low-key. Yeah, like, I feel like over the, the past two, three years, he's, like, been in mains. He's gotten on the podium. People have maybe seen that, but then it's, like, it's still, like, it's... Maybe he's not battling for the title, so people at this time of year, like, don't really think about it. But it's, like, dude, he's in fourth in the points right now. Like he's killing it. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, you gotta be really consistent to be top four, or top three overall, even at this point of the year. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, 
that's something to I think look out for. I think we're always we we're going to mention our dark horse picks. Like I think that's just your dark horse pick right now. I don't know if dude, if he's fourth in the points, can you call him a dark horse? I don't know. I know it's just it's just been super low key. So yes. yeah, people can say we're kind of like we're not paying radar. attention, but like I I don't know. I think it's low key. Yeah, that's one thing. We yeah we don't pay attention to BMX, so, so. yeah. <laughs> never do that fuck fucking stupid yeah we don't yeah <laughs> we don't do a podcast every week and just you know watch races it doesn't happen yeah yeah definitely uh yeah i'm excited to see joey leader ride i think jack davis is also gonna be super pulling there yeah before before joey and be, while well, i started thinking my dark horse jack was my dark horse pick i mean i think the guy's a beast he's a tank absolute <laughs> unit so, physical specimen. Yes. Just, Jack Davis. <laughs> seriously. And I think he's like, he's someone that like, he likes to grind. He likes to, to put in the work. And uh, I remember last year, like, like we hung out with him in the pits last year. So much fun. Like he's always got that nice attitude, but he's got like, mm-hmm. he's got some dog in him to the point where I think like mm-hmm. he didn't, didn't get in there last year. I think he's getting in here this year. Cam Larson is an interesting pick too. Cause obviously we just had him on the show. And I think he does well at this race in this type of track. He just had a bit of time off and had a big year. And he's kind of, by the sounds of it, not really peaking for this race. and kind of working for next year. It's kind of hard to be at your very best at a race like this when other people are peaking for it when you're not. It's kind of a weird spot to race it. So I don't know. I don't know what we're going to get from him this weekend. Like, obviously, he's going to be fast, but I don't know if he's going to have that elite level speed or or what. What do you think? That's actually, yeah, you make a good point. Like, I mean... He like when he, when we talk like it's I different ask, when you it's it, let's just say it's different when you when you go in like peaking for this race and stoked for it and obviously I'm sure he's stoked for it and like excited to race and everything but he's not I don't think he's peaking for it no yeah so it's like I feel like he's coming off this high that was the Pan Ams he has been flying he's been working his butt off had a tough year like when we had when he talked about his year on the show he's super tough year was able to get that kind of like say bounce back he was won the Pan Ams he's got this high and now he's kind of felt like yeah I was like okay that's sick. Now we need to like reset for next year. But all at the same time, Grands is also like one of the big races for him, especially in the U S and for sponsorship deals, like for getting um, people to see him for sponsors, to see him and all that stuff. So I do think it's weird. I bet you it's one of those things. It's like, although, although next year's the focus and probably the training plans probably set for next year, you know, you try to like improvise and make it, make yourself as best as you can for Grands. But when you got guys that have been like, not doing the world cups before like later this fall and maybe doing less of the races he was not doing Pan Ams. They're just peaking for the grands. It definitely changes uh, the dynamic between how fast they're going, how fast he's going. Yeah. You might not have that little extra bit of hunger, but we'll see. I mean, yeah. he's obviously had a ton of success with this race in the past. So we'll, uh, yeah. He's just so fast twitch too. And he, I feel like he's like mm-hmm. his power to weight ratio is really good. So I mean, how is this like, like, come on, he's just going to be popping. He'll be, he'll whole shot at least a semi, probably a main. And yeah. <laughs> um, Jay Smooth, absolute staple on tour. Just put him in the main. I'm, I'm putting him in the, uh, the pro spectacular final. Top five, six guy. <laughs> yep. Count it. What, what about Souza? Any, uh, any Sousa sightings recently? So I was, I randomly like was looking on the uh, stories trying to see like, or like I was, what I was watching, whatever I was doing. Anyways, I saw he posted a story of, um, 
I'm opening it up right now. I don't know if he's doing sprints. He's doing like he's definitely on his bike doing sprints with somebody else. So I don't know if that means he's been yep. putting in the work. He's going to be, you know, racing. I would imagine he is. But dude, he's been so quiet. I haven't heard a thing from him in how long? Dude, long time. He hasn't posted since June fourth. Long time. He said, "Yeah, he's struggling to find his rhythm, dealing with some physical and mental health stuff." Yeah, I don't know. I hope he. I hope he's there. Hope he's yeah there and ready. But we'll see. I mean, he's doing sprints right now, so maybe he's just there hanging out, like to help with sprints. I don't know if he's the one sprinting. You know. He could yeah, be somebody so, that's getting ready for yeah. next season if he's, if he's you know, had a tough year. Man, he can catch lightning in a bottle some races and be so fast. Crazy, hey? Like, he, he had some of those some of those races where he just looked like he was going to be on top of the world in, like, within the next, like, no months. No problem. Yeah. So. No problem, yeah. Uh, Josh McLean, interesting <laughs> last year of events. Was leading the pro series heading into the grands last year, got hurt, obviously couldn't couldn't battle for the title. Took a long time to recover. He had a pretty bad um broken ankle, came back, kind of kind of been racing a like I feel like here and there, but bit I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. A bit see what I'm getting at here? I don't know if I'm yeah, because it's exactly it's like the- he's like been racing the big wait racing in Florida, but not like racing, like all the race, all the bigger races. I, I don't know what's happening. I think we need to talk to him because I don't, we're going to end up just trying to like piece together, like what we think maybe is going on, but it's definitely been a weird time for him. Like from the injury, trying to come back, it's taken a while. The injury was major. So it took him a while to come back for that. Mm-hmm. And then we just haven't kind of seen it. Like you haven't seen him bounce back to that top form that we saw in the, in the years previous, like, um, it is tough to come back, from mm-hmm. especially a major injury like that. I think athletes, like we've seen like people like uh, Ren Corral, like First off, we've got to talk about his documentary later. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, I forgot to mention it too. We'll get there. But uh, like, it's a guy that's bounced back from some injuries in the recent past and broken right back through to where he was before. Um, so I feel like McLean hasn't done that yet. So it's still kind of, I feel like, hopefully waiting for him to do that. Um, but it's been a weird year for sure, yeah almost been the forgotten man at this point. Like he went from leading the series last year, like I said, to now, like I've seen him. It feels like every weekend he wins a Florida state race. I don't know yeah. how many races of those there are, but like every weekend I see him host something about winning a fucking yeah. Florida state race. Uh, and obviously those are hard to win. Like there's good riders in Florida. So clearly he's in good shape. Um, he wasn't in LA, so I didn't see him racing. Was he in Argentina? Wait, wait, was he in Argentina? Oh, I think Argentina. Let's I mean, just... I, no worries. I can't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's what, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, you kind of haven't seen him like years past, obviously. The second half of the year, even when he's been healthy. Could this be the like, dark he horse was in, pick? Like, I know he was in Rock Hill, but he didn't. He obviously wasn't on the box either day. And yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what we're going to get here. Yeah. Yeah. I, man, could this be the dark horse pick? Does he need just like one of those breakout rides again to kind of be like, hey, you still got inside? Like, there's that spark again. Go do your thing. Like, I wonder if that's all it could take. Like, if he just puts lap together grands, puts a semi together, gets himself back in a main, will that be all it takes? Because to right now, yeah, it's he hasn't been where he was before. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, it's under the radar kind of deal. So you have, like, a f- factory deal right now or anything? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Either. We got an See, interesting- That's just crazy to me. Yeah. That's crazy to me. 
It is, especially coming off two years of going into the into the grands for the type, like battling for the championship, and now a year Being later of, like, he doesn't have a the guys. Of the, yeah, the guys of the series. Yeah, crazy. So we need to talk to him. We need to. Uh, we'll get some details over the grands, and we'll uh, we're gonna we're gonna chat this out in the live show. I think we're gonna find something out. <laughs> yeah, we'll suss it out. Stay tuned. Yeah. Alfie, is Alfie going to the Grands? I never know what fucking races that guy's going to. I'm assuming he is. We don't talk I to went him on his Instagram. regularly enough. And so I went like, on his Instagram. There was no uh, no clue. So. Of course not. He's He doesn't really post a lot of that kind of stuff. There's people like uh, I saw Gonzalo Molina post something. He's going to the Grands. I saw something about that. Nice. So it's like those people post about it. You know it. Alfredo's not one of those people. Speaking of Argentinians, just Taurus, has he just been in the hospital for like a month or two? Do you see his leg? Dude, is he still in the hospital? I don't do it. Sw- every time I see a story, he just shows his leg and there's this like six screws outside of his leg. Dude, that's nuts. That was gnarly. Yeah. I mean, a femur fracture. Oh, Jesus. Surprise. Yeah. Yeah. He's got see. the like the sick, he's got like the screws in the side of his leg and it's like the hardware is outside of, and inside of his leg. Oh, yeah. it looks brutal. Gosh, that's gnarly, hey? Oh, I wonder what the, man. yeah. What's like, I don't know what the standard protocol for a femur fracture is these days or how badly Dude, he broke his either, so. I don't know how bad his is, but I know oftentimes they rot it and then you, you're out walking like the next day. That's what I thought too, and that's, yeah, so. I don't mean like out walking to fucking get a coffee. I mean just like yeah. they have you weight bearing and actually like walk like walking again, which is yeah. crazy, but. No, I remember like the the Corbin one back in like 2011. Yeah. When I remember like watching and he's crashed. It's like, oh shit. And then I heard he broke his leg. And then the next day there's a video of him like walking. It's like, what? Like on crutches. Yeah. And obviously like, it takes a lot. Like he said on our show when he came on too, like it took him like fucking two years to get back to his strength and feel like he's 100% basically. But yeah. like once they rotted, I guess it's, yeah, like most breaks, it's together. So you can kind of, you can kind of just send it. <laughs> I mean, I guess, mean yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, you can just send it. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. One, another guy, it would be like nice to check in and see what's going on there. I was going to say, speaking of which, Corby J, you kind of get, there's been years where he just doesn't do well at this race and just kind of gets like quartered or semi and there's years where he's just all world in the mains too. Why do I get the feeling it's going to be one of those quarter semi ones? Oh, really? Interesting, yeah. Huh? I don't, I'm not like, I'm a Corbin so. guy. I'm I mean, you could guy. be the anti Corbin guy on this show if you want. I absolutely do not want to be the anti Corbin no, guy. It's, on this. it's cool, dude. You can be the anti Corbin <laughs> guy. I'll be the pro Corbin guy. <laughs> I, I don't think he's going to do I, great. I don't see it. <laughs> yeah. You just, don't see it. Okay. Just no, got a feeling. I, just, I don't know. I, like, I mean, I saw it obviously in, in the LA race, he did well. He was battling. There weren't all the top guys that are going to be there this weekend. He hasn't been that guy of the World Cups where he's, you know, battling in the main events frequently. So that's why I'm just like, he's got his family. He's, he's a busy guy. You know, maybe he's just like, hey, well, this year was a write-off. So maybe I'm getting ready for next year. I have no idea. I'm making this up in my head right now. But maybe that's why. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> I don't know what to guess. I could guess either way and be like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Someone told me kind of bad start, pushed up in the first corner and got fifth in the quarter. Totally see it. <laughs> no, he makes makes the main. He's battling for you know top five. Yep. See that no one problem. too. Nope, not yeah. I mean, he's yeah. you know what I kind of I think I think I'm with you. I know. 
I, 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 I kind of don't see it happening this year. <laughs> I kind of don't see it happening this year. Not the year for it. It's just not the year for it. It's just something. It's not the year. I kind of, I don't think this is Corbin's year at the Grands either. I don't know why I think that too, but, you know, we're not wishing this upon him. It's just the feeling I have. No, we want Corby Delastero to come out to play. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Yeah. So maybe this first straight will click for him. Maybe that's all it takes. Um, we're hoping for it. Mm-hmm. Any uh, random dark horse picks in the guys you think might show up and uh, be a player? I don't think Vincent Pellywart's coming. I talked to Mariana via DMs today, and they're not. She's not coming, so I don't think Vinny's coming. <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious if retired Vinny came and raced it. That'd I wouldn't badass. even be surprised, dude. <laughs> That'd be badass. Did he just fast in Rock Hill? Of course he was, dude. He's not retired. <laughs> he made the main. He made the main like the first. I don't know if he made the main the second day, but he made the main the first day. I think. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I don't get it. Fuck yeah, retired Vinny. Dude, I don't get it. Like, the guy's just... The fast... No question the fastest retired guy in any sport. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Nobody competes and goes as fast as he does in any other sport. No no retired person does this. Is is Sylvan coming? I don't think he's coming, is he? I don't think so. I haven't talked to him, but based off his post, based off his last injury, I think he's probably not. The race... The the season starts too early next year. Yeah, and I forgot he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. So he had a couple big ones this year. He did, and that's not we're not used to seeing him have those big ones. So two, two in the same year is, yeah, that's got to suck. So I can see him taking a breather. Yeah, and it's probably not worth it coming overseas and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I think we're good for guys. Anyone else? Um, yeah, I think I'll just throw my dark horses. I think if Carlos comes, you know, put him in the main course. Um. <laughs> I don't know if Diego's going to be there, but it's always those two Columbia guys I like to throw out there. Cause I think Fred, Freddie's always a dark horse pick. Yeah. Freddie Villegas. Yeah. I mean, you get beside that guy in the gate, like good luck getting any elbow room. You're just going to run into some brick elbows that are just going to be in your face. Is Neek? I know. I don't think he is, but is Neek going? I wouldn't think so I don't either. Think he, is. He's, he was just in Asia or whatever. I saw him doing like some, some like race and I don't yeah. know. Yeah. R- Romaine's not going. Parking lot or something. So I don't think any French dudes. Yeah, I don't think it'll be as big this year. The men's pro class, I think it'll be mostly U.S.-based people. Yeah, it's just the time of year. Olympics next year, early World Cup starting off the year. It's just people aren't mm-hmm. finding the time. It's just a tough race for them to do. So, oh, well. um, All right, well, shift, shift focus to the women. Uh, yep, before we do that, let's a uh, reminder. 12.30 live show at the Grands on Friday. Thank you. Live in person, not live online. Correct. You have to be in Person in person to listen live. Answer BMX S squared Claiborne Pits. Get yours today, twelve thirty. Are we, are we, are we gonna post it on oh, on yeah. iTunes and Spotify? Oh, we are? no, okay. we're not gonna do that. Oh, should we do that? Like, like I mean, are we gonna record it and post it like we usually do or no? What do you What do you think? We first year we did. First year we did. Second year, last year we didn't. So it's up for whatever we want to do this year. <laughs> Is it? Is there any? I don't think it's any more work on our on our pen. We really we just record it and up, update it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think so. I think it. we do that. I think we. So yeah, we'll record it and upload it. So yeah, we just had our board meeting. We're going to post it after the fact. <laughs> Perfect. That's how quick and easy our board meetings are, guys. It's that easy. Yeah, easy, straight to the point. Um, all right, elite women. We're going to start off with Delaney Vaughn. So she's been in San Diego the last few weeks training with Tyler. I've been at the track doing some coaching and she's been there. I've been talking to her and seeing her train. 
You know how in motocross they say so-and-so's been flying at the test track? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Delaney's been flying at the test track. Fuck, she looks good. Seriously, he's doing a sick... Doing a sick gates look really good. Doing a sick double pedal manual on the first jump at San Diego BMX, which is a camelback for those that don't know. Yeah. Also doing a sick double manual on the camelback and the rhythm, and just overall like jumping manually, doing different lines to the rhythm looks very comfortable, really powerful. She's, I think she's peaking and ready to go. I think I think she's gonna have a great weekend. I think all you people that held, for the win that held stock when Tori told you guys to hold stock at the beginning of the year. That stock is about to, it's starting to pay off. It's starting to pay off. That that stock's starting to climb. Us shareholders are gonna gonna yield a big dividend this, <laughs> this Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, I get that. You can you can tell on social sometimes. You can see when people are riding when they're riding well. She's um, she's got that that uh, USABMX ABA background skills where it's like pedal manualing jumps mm-hmm. isn't an issue for her. it. Just looks like normal business, normal routine. Um, and a first straight that would looks to be what the grands is like a, a good pedal manual first jump. That's wide open. I mean, I think you got to put her on the list of people that's going to be, be up front this weekend. Third at worst at the grands for Delaney. Third at worst? worst finish is third. I think she's battling for the win. That's yeah. okay. Hell yeah. Bold statement. Love it. Get her up there. Now's I'm the guaranteeing time. a podium. I'm guaranteeing a podium and I'm calling a lot of race lap wins and battling for top twos in the mains yep. get that stamp out right now and stamp it stamp it you heard it here hold that stock if you want to buy in on the stock now i mean i'm sure i'm sure you can do you it better it's gonna be expensive yeah. after the grand you better get in now you don't be don't be waiting till after that's <laughs> yeah. a stupid move yeah yeah you better get in now because it's gonna be too late once the grands yeah. grands hit yeah no she looks great so i think that'll be exciting like uh the women's class doesn't normally doesn't have as many as the Euro hitters as the men's class does in years previous. So it's, I feel like the grand is a good race to get to see these girls just go at it against themselves. You know what I mean, real quick, is Axel going to the grants? Can we get an Axel update? Oh boy. Let let's, let's look and find <laughs> that out. would be fucking bad ass. If she just showed up, she's, I mean, she's not going to show up, but yeah. You don't think so? I don't think so. If she did, she'd get she'd show up and almost win every lap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I don't think so. No, Axel's not. She's got to yeah, get ready for next year. Okay. Got to get ready to fucking win a silver medal next year at the Olympics, probably. Most likely. <laughs> I mean, Ellen Willoughby is just gonna go there and do her thing. I think. So, I think so too. And I, yeah, I talk about legacies. If she gets number eleven, dude, you mean to tell me that's not. 11 for like her number's 11. She wins 11 titles. Legacy. Come on. What are we doing? She already has a legacy. She's already at least the beast. But I mean, like, walk off with 11. Please. That would be yeah, incredible. She's going to win. Yeah. She's going to win the title this year for sure. She's, yeah, she's been looking flawless. I mean, it's not even a question to me. Yeah. She just, yeah. She just goes there and wins. It will say, though, Felicia coming into form as of late at the at the Rock, uh, yep. Rock Hill race. I mean, I think there'll be a little more pressure from her this time around, which is exciting. Um, so that's always a good sign because she's obviously a heavy hitter in the past who this year didn't look like she was, was going to be. So it seems like she's bounced back. If she rides like 2020 and 2021, Felicia, we're going to oh. have a, a three main um, three main battle to the, to the finish line. Can you imagine the three of those girls? You throw Felicia, Elise, Delaney... Heck, Peyton in there too. She's, she'll be flying, and they're like, 
That's a battle. That's the, that's the battle we're looking for. Felicia has really been rounding into good form these last last few months, especially. I think I think she's found something, whatever it is, starting to ride like like we know she can. Let's. Uh, we're gonna have to get some details from her in the pits, and we'll give you the uh, what what the bounce back was on the live show because there was there's got to be something. Mm-hmm. Something has changed. Something's happened. Found found something. Found it. We want to know what she found. I don't know. Is it a gearing? Is it cranks? Is it fucking training? Is it you know having two coffees in the morning instead of one? Who knows? We'll find out. It's just the best in sport when you're grinding. You just find something. Incredible how that works too, hey? Eh? <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you find, you like lean a little farther back. You fucking change your gear. You like lift your front pedal up a little. You just find some sort of feel in the gate or you just find something. You're like, oh, I got it. Like, like, this that. is it. <laughs> you guys don't even know what I'm about to do this <laughs> next race. Like don't, don't, you guys don't even know. Like I just, I just bump my pedal like up two clicks. You guys don't even know what I just found. I can't believe I wasn't you doing this two years ago. don't even know. If I was doing this two you years ago, I would be smoking know. you guys already. Uh, Peyton looks really quick too. Coming off a great year. Grabbed a couple wins. Been a breakthrough year for Peyton. Yeah, she's sitting well in the points. Eh? She's sitting uh, third in the points right now. I mean, I don't know if that's a new place for her, but definitely is a great spot to be. Um, especially with like, a, oh, I can't see her points right now, which is no, I got to, hold on, let me change that up. I know she's in third. I just don't know how many points she's at. Um, she yeah, looks really strong on the first straight, especially on flat hills. Dude, yeah, she's a she's a horse. Let's be real. Like I don't, I've never like looked at her and been like her gate form is like to me like the most appealing. But like, dude, her sprint is she gets going. When she gets going. She really just takes off. Yeah, um, she's sitting quite close to Felicia in third. Like so, she, Peyton's in third. Felicia's in second. They're only twenty points apart. So I mean, the Rock will be could play a big. Where's, Big factor. Where's Delaney? Four? Delaney's in four, um, but she's about 30 points back from Peyton. So not far either. I mean, I think the Is rock Mo- for them will all change things up. Is Molly going? I would assume so, yeah. yeah. I would assume so. I haven't talked to her, but um, I would confidently say yes. Throw Molly in that mix to yeah. be winning laps too. She might not be on the top like five on the points, but I mean, at the race, she's going to be in the top three of whole shotters probably, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, especially on a first straight like this, like kind of normal hill, good sprint. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is her shit. Yeah. Um, definitely too bad. We're not going to see like, yeah, talk about the foreigners, the Marianas, the Laura's, Saya. I don't think we're going to see them here, which is too bad. Um, just because I was, th- this to me would have been a fun track to see them all battle it out on the first straight by the looks of it. Laura was running a muck in the series last year, just showing up and winning whenever she came over. Unbelievable. It's crazy, but it was yeah. all the all the supercross tracks, and then Grands is a different story, and then you get sick at the Grands too. It doesn't help, so yeah. Uh, Laza Bear, stamp it, top six, top five, battling for battling for the podium. You you listen to something? I was I heard I'm something. In, I just had something in my uh, my apartment here. I got nervous. So I don't know what's going on. Hmm. Uh, yeah, staple. Uh, Stamp yeah, it. I don't, I don't know what else to say. She'll be top five battling for a podium. It's just is what it is. You're going to find her in the answerbmx.com uh, get yours today pits. Um, so you guys can come say hi to her, but she's probably going to be just in the, you know, the top three most of the time of the races, just doing what she does best, getting on podiums. It's probably what's going to happen. Lisa and Laza, both 32 years old. It's crazy. Just veterans of the class still just 
just giving her just doing it right. Hmm. Any dark horse picks in the women? Kind of looking through right now, and um, I'm not I'm not really sure. I'm trying to like I'm trying to pick one to have a dark horse. There isn't really like there isn't guys because the, the women's class doesn't have the depth that the guys does. No, uh, I was gonna throw out. Um, um, no, I won't throw her out. Yeah, I'm not sure. Then I'm not seeing one that's like stands out to me. That's like they're they're not the Joey later who I see them. Obviously, they Joey's high in the points, but you're not thinking of him. And then he could very well just get on the podium. I'm not seeing any girls that I'm like you're not thinking of that could very well get on the podium. Yeah, I think you in the women's. I think you get kind of see what you can get, see what you get, or you get what you see. Yeah. Um, is let me just check a person's name. No, I can't remember their name, so I'm not gonna. We're not. We're just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm gonna search their name. What the fuck's their name again? <laughs> We're just going to move that one on. Okay. All right, let's get into some questions from the grandstands because I think we got a decent amount this week. Yeah, we do, actually. There's some good ones that I think are uh, interesting topics, too. So people that normally tune out right now, don't tune out. There's some good questions to be asked. All right. You got them? I got them in front of me, too. Where are we starting? I'm Kyle Kaiser. Not a question, but how about Palm Dog and Terry do a sidecar race? Fuck that. Absolutely not. Side hack? Side hack? Absolutely not. No. No. Who would go in the, who would pedal and who would side hack? Who do you, I think you need to figure out who would be better on the side hack. You got more weight to throw around. Not, I feel like you're better throwing around your weight. Hockey background, better, you know, getting in there in the turns. So that might be you. But also, I don't think of me as the strong sprinter between the two of us. <laughs> yeah, that would be, we'd have to do a bit of trial and error. Have you been working out lately? Yeah. But, I mean. More hit workout, not like ex- not like fucking neither. explosive power strength BMX training. Yeah, me neither. Okay, so we're both fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't. I, you're not yep. going to see us doing that. That's or, for sure. Never. <laughs> All right from uh, from the age coach. Um, why can one man gather forty four k dollars for pros and sanctions in are not able to bring in the money? Because they're, they're not. I wanted to ask this because they're not. We don't have other people trying to bring in that money. So talking about Nick yeah, going out and getting money and yeah, he's trying. No one else, I don't think, is trying. Yeah, like he's obviously shown it can be done, and there's sponsors and people willing to bet on stuff or donate. So it's there. I think you, like you just need to have someone do it. And I guess obviously, um, yeah, obviously other people just aren't doing it. So it's pretty simple as that. If you, if someone just tries to do it, like he's shown, it works. So hundred percent. You put time, effort, and like like energy into mm-hmm. it, you get fucking forty four k out of it, which yeah. is incredible. Which is like you think about what could be raised for the World Cups too. Like if, if yeah. people actually try to do it, I don't think it'd be that hard to raise a lot of money. This is from people, like, and there are companies as well. But this is a lot of just people, small companies, guys. The World Cups, if they went to big brands and businesses and said, "Dude, th- this would be nothing for them," I bet. And this is Nick doing it on the side. Yeah, like this this isn't like a full time job for him. If you actually have like someone fucking getting after for World Cups, you could raise probably like I don't know, two hundred grand probably. I think so. Like if somebody really put the time energy into it, I think you could sell the yeah. product. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, from Jordan Bradbeer, do you think the pro set will be the way to go this year? It's a good question. Probably if you're older and you could jump well, then yeah, I think the second straight would be. I'm curious. Like it looked like it was, um, 
I have a feeling the amp side for pros and, or for amateurs is going to be faster. Like it's a it's a split decision maker, you know. But for some reason, mm-hmm. I have a feeling it's going to be faster. I think the straight's long enough where you're not going to have to worry about the the distance being on the inside versus the outside. I think it's more like which straightaway is faster. I think the I think the amp side will be. That's my guess this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, BMX commentator, is the Grand Start Hill actually a hill or more of a mound? Probably, probably a mound. It's a, it's a Grand's Hill, baby. It's it's flat. It's not very big. You know, that's what it is. I feel like Europe's so used to five meter hills now. They got a lot of them, right? Yeah. They got a lot of them. Like that's almost the norm is to have a five meter hill. Yeah. I don't like the five meter hill really. No, I think it's it's two in between, and we want one. I want one or the other. I want like the small hill or the big hill. Yeah, I think you do a small hill or the supercross. The five meters, like, mm. yeah. I mean, I guess for the worlds, but mm. yeah. From Victor PNT and asphalt turn soon. I I think I don't know. It's more expensive, more time consuming to do that, but there's no reason. I I think you could do it. Like other indoor tracks, do it for the, if they just build for the race. I think we're getting to that point of accessibility and how big the grands is that I think we could see that very, very see that soon. Yeah. I, I think dirt turns is part of the Grand's appeal. It's part of the allure. I mean, it's the, the classic BMX. There's more slide outs. There's different moves being made because of the lines you have to take in the turn. But it's just such a big race, and there's so many people that I could just see them in the future going with asphalt turns, yeah. I think it needs to happen. Fair, yeah. Oh, my turn. Oh, Good. Uh, Mona Smith, 529. Uh, what is the most, um, she says, memorial grands and why? Memorable grands and why? I think it's pretty subjective. I mean, 100%. probably everyone has their own most memorable one. For me, the last one I went to. It's, just, it's going to be probably the last one I went to. From Mason Hayes, 91. Not a question, but what is going to be lit up i gotta say there is no bigger cam wood fan in the planet than mason hayes mason you're you're gonna be the fucking president of the cam wood fan club <laughs> they're boys i think too so i mean that helps no need, bigger no bigger cam wood fan on the planet than mason hayes we need you know in like nfl where it's like they got the hats and the shirts i'm your biggest i'm the biggest fan mason needs one of those it's funny you have the, you have the i have people that just they ride or die with their guy. It's like, no matter what the situation, yeah, he's going to fucking kill it. I love people like that. I'm going to be real. I, f- I, I absolutely know. ride or die people. That's when you know you got to stand by your guy. You have to. 100%. You, know? you yeah. got to ride or die. You got to support your guy. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, from, oh, you, you're your turn. Uh, which way are we starting? You go first. Go. Blaze Boogie. Will USA BMX have an e-bike class in the future? Gosh, I hope not. Hope not. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope not too. Yeah. Uh, Priz419, if I get ejecto seater on the, the Tulsa turn and take out a letter, can I keep it? <laughs> Fuck yeah, you should be able to keep it. You should be able to take it home with you, absolutely. Or he has a bunch of questions. Uh, yeah, yeah. You only get one. <laughs> From Tegan BMX 10 if you, if you would have to choose a team of two girls and two boys for the three mains, who would it be? I mean... I'm picking, picking Cam Wood and fucking Joris. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm picking Elise and... Um, Use your words wisely here, T. Yeah, it's tough to choose between Felicia and Delaney. Yep. 
One's got a lot of good stock. One's been coming back into form. I think you, yeah, I think you'd probably safe money's probably picking Felicia, yeah. but it's close. Very close. Extremely. Um, from Megan Dungeon, scooters or hoverboards in the expo center? I think they should all be absolutely banned. <laughs> I was going to say they, they should, 100%, they should be banned. Those they shouldn't be allowed just, to rip around a scooter. It is just like it's mayhem. We're at a bike race, so you have to let bikes rip in there. That's just part of it. Bikes are going to rip around. You're at a bike race. Expect it. Scooters. It should only be bikes. It should be bikes only in there. You know, it's just how can you ever stop people from bringing a scooter in, I guess, right? The throwing the football fucking kills me, too. Oh, yeah. The, the back like, of Jesus. The... Isn't... <laughs> My God. Like, you're throwing football in the hallway? Like, you shouldn't be allowed to do that either. <laughs> people are trying to walk. You got a cup of coffee in one hand. You got maybe a, a sandwich <laughs> kid, in the other hand. Kid, kid runs to catch it and just fucking smokes you. Yeah, it's like, dude. <laughs> dude, like, just, just stop. <laughs> I just bought this coffee. You're like, just stop. Dude, we we've been in here. We've been in here thirty seconds. Man. <laughs> oh man! All right, next one. I remember one year Mariana got hit by a kid on a scooter, and she's like, "I was so upset. I started swearing at him in three different languages." <laughs> <laughs> or she's like, "Not swearing at him. She's like, I started swearing in three different languages. Yeah, or yelling in three different languages." Uh, Brody. Brody Deerdor, what year of Grands had the best track? This year. I have no idea. 20. The year with the five straightaways. That was uh, 13. One, two, three, four. That was pretty good. I think 2012 was pretty good, or 2014 was pretty good. 2012 was the berm jump over the last turn? Over the last and Had two pro sets, yeah. Yeah, had a berm jump into the last turn. That was pretty sick. What was 2014? Uh, Maris win. Uh, yeah, it had like a big, huge berm jump. That berm jump, your ankle berm jump. Yeah, yeah, that that one. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) my ankle berm jump. That's how I remember these things, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Um. My turn. Okay. This is a. I think it's more of a long answered kind of question. Um. From is it IRBMX UT? Uh, Give some insight into pro sponsorship deals. How many make a good living? How many are barely scraping by? Are some paid salary? Are some, and then I don't have the rest of the question. I need to go to Instagram to see the rest of the question. That's a good question. The top guys would do pretty well with salary and bonuses. It's a steep drop. Yeah. So, many? like, there's probably, there's probably, I think there's probably three guys that would make like 150, 200K a year, probably. And then it drops really steeply. There's probably some guys that make like a decent living pretty good living and then there's a lot of guys that are like losing money or barely scraping by should we quickly rip through the top 10 on the men's and just say what we kind of think just as quick and random briefly as possible joris he's got a full full factory deal he's doing fine yeah so he, he would get everything paid for plus good salary bonuses probably yeah. has a couple sad different salaries too i think cam wood mongoose same kind of deal probably mm-hmm. not the same cam wouldn't, number but yeah yeah cam wood and isaac would do really well to also yeah uh joey leto on stay strong i have no idea not much but i don't think much no no uh cam larson haro I would... 
Yeah, he probably does. A, he probably does decent. Yeah, I think he's making a salary. I think he's getting bonuses. I would. I would think. His salary bonuses. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he like some contracts are structured so you get like a lump sum and you pay your you pay your travel and stuff out of them out of that but other other like the better kind of deals are like you get salary plus your travels paid for plus you get bonuses right like the top guys would get that but most probably most would probably get a lump sum and then have to pay their travel and stuff out of their salary right and they probably get bonuses too yeah uh what about corbin yeah, I think he would he would make a pretty good living too. Yeah. Like he probably gets salary and bonuses. I don't know if he has travel also, but yeah, he's yeah. done enough, I think, too. Some ones that I wouldn't be sure of, like some new ones, like Jeremy Smith, DK. I really would have no clue with him in that. I don't know either. Yeah, he I'm seems sure. to have good uh, some kind of a good deal with his uh, supplement company on the side, which he promotes a lot. So I, I would imagine that's something good for him. Um, yeah. And you can you can make like good some good money too if you have like some side deals or like side bonuses that kind of stuff. And often like people make a big deal about prize money and like for sure prize money can improve, but oftentimes the prize money is a supplement to income. Like that's not the main source of income from like top riders. Top, the top riders make money off salary and bonuses than they do just prize money. It used to be a thing that and people you know were making saying, more off their their actual race wins though, right? Like that was their actual income, right? No, I don't. Well. I guess it depends who you ask, but not really. I don't think. No, it's mostly salary and bonuses that people make their most money, and it's like that in other sports. Like same in motocross, the prize money is terrible for supercross. Yeah. It's like ten grand for a win, but the guys get a hundred from like Kawasaki. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, true, right? It's not just our sport. Like most sports are are like that. Do mm-hmm. they even get prize money in F one? I have no idea. Yeah, they do, but it might go to the team. I don't know. Yeah, like or like MXGP. I don't even think they get prize money in MXGP. Yeah. I think they just pure sponsorship and bonus. So it's, normal. it's like, yeah, the the prize money can improve, but it's like kind of, I guess, shouldn't be the main source. Right. Yeah. Um, I think the top. Although in saying that, like, I think the <laughs> top two highest paid riders are Elise and Mariana. They're yeah, those would be the two highest paid. Probably with Joris in third. I guess combined with all of their sponsors, like lump summed into one, right? Uh, yeah, I agree. I I do agree with that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. that's cool. All right, that's it. We won't go through anymore. That's that's good enough. All right, Pro Get Europe winning starts at the Great Gate. Uh, live show Friday, twelve thirty p.m. Tulsa time. Answer S squared Claiborne rig. Get yours today. Live show. We'll see you there. Gonna be great. Um, see you there, twelve thirty. Answerbmx.com. Get yours today. Uh, stamp on green. Yeah, Friday, 12.30, live show. We'll see you there. Did you say 12.30? 12.30, Friday, live show. <laughs> Peace, guys. Snap on green. Snap on green. Yeah, well, what's this friggin' podcast all about? I don't get it, man. Coffee chatter? Get off my back, guys. <laughs> you have to be fast in the truck. I hate that guy. <laughs>